0: Hi, this is Feed, Play, Love, the parenting podcast that you can fit in your pocket. Short, informative and interesting interviews about everything from toilet training to how emotion coaching works. I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. The next interview is one of the diamonds from our archive. Enjoy. Enjoy. My husband is a very strong atheist, and I'd say that I'm agnostic, but I have a very deep respect for people of faith, and I think that spirituality can be grounding and life affirming. So, when my daughter asked how the world was made, and my husband told her by comets, followed up by, and don't believe that God exists, I thought that I was being very clever. After we left him behind on our way to daycare in the car, And I have to add here, I had been up since 5am with our son, but I thought this is the perfect opportunity. She turned to me and said, so mummy, daddy says the world was made by comets. And I said, that may be true, but where did the comets come from? Thus, I found myself explaining religion or the concept of religion, and I totally mucked it up. Now Darcy thinks that God or gods are something like the BFG and we can't see them in the same way we can't see Santa Claus. So I've called out the big guns to help me out. (laughs) Patria King is from the Quest for Life Centre and I know she will have a better answer to this than me. Hi Patria, how are you? Hi (laughs) Siobhan. So how do you teach about the concept of religion to children? Because Religion and spirituality can be quite different things they Indeed, can yes. they can be joined but when you're talking about religion mm. it's almost talking about culture yeah I mean how do you do
1: it I think sometimes children sometimes might see a church and say you know well what's that it doesn't look like the usual building, or a mosque, or a temple, or and I think these are all wonderful opportunities to talk to children, and that it's important for us not to pretend to have answers. You know, I think cultivating questions is a great thing to do for children, and you know, when they ask uh, questions like "Who made the Earth," it's like that is a fantastic question. You know, lots of people have got lots of ideas about that. Some people think that there's great power in the universe, and that that power in the universe. Some people call it God. Some people call it Creator. Some people call it the Divine. But that power in the universe, the life. Life, the the part that sparkles out of your eyes, the the part that keeps your heart beating and the the part of you that feels alive, that that is that universal energy that creates these things. Everyone develops different beliefs about where they think we've come from, what they think life is for. You know, you have to gear these conversations for the age of the child and, and keep it simple. But people have Ask these questions just like you're asking right now. They've been asking these questions for thousands of years and different people come up with different ideas. It'll be wonderful to see what ideas you develop as you grow up.
0: Oh, brilliant. So she can stay with this idea about the BFG.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> if that works I for can, her, the big friendly
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I think I'll go back to what you mentioned just there and explaining it. Um, so I think you you really have touched on something there in terms of spirituality. Mm. It sounds like spirituality and religion are entwined when you're explaining it to children.
1: Yes, in a way. I mean, the the, the root of spirituality is the breath. And so the breath is what connects us to life. Without breath, we don't have life. And so to give children this sense that there is an invisible, because the breath is invisible, air is invisible, the same as, you know, I think we've talked in the past about explaining death to children, that it's like the air inside the balloon is what makes a balloon beautiful. When the air goes out of the balloon, it goes into everything that's beautiful and you're just left with the coloured Rubber of the balloon. And so these things that are profoundly important to us, you can't see. And isn't that a mystery? You know, that it's the invisible world maybe that's eternal, and it's the material world that's transient. And children have a wonderful capacity to sit in the midst of the not knowing. And I remember when I was seven, I, I asked our congregational minister, you know, I remember looking up at this man in this long white cassock and I said to him, but how did Adam and Eve get here? And he said to me, well, God put them in a big egg. And I thought, hang on a minute, that's, that can't be right. I said, how did they get out of the egg? And he said, God gave them a hammer and a chisel. I, at seven, felt like there's a conspiracy going on here. They're not going to tell me what's the go because I know that's definitely not the go. <laughs> he sounds so, like he was
0: on my path. Yeah.
1: He sounds like he was reaching. He- heading for, for <laughs> catastrophe. So I think not giving the answer is one of the great joys of being a parent. To so that is that's a fabulous question. I've often wondered about that too. And what do you think... You know, and and people, as they get older and talk about, you know, well, why are we here? You know, what's life about? Because I was preoccupied with those questions when I was a kid. You know, those are great conversations. Well, what is it that gives you joy in life? Is it when you're kind to people? Is it when you love, give love to people? Um, how do you feel when you're angry, when you don't want to share your stuff with people? How does that feel inside your body? And get them to explore. And most of them find that cooperation, sharing, helping someone else, that's what really gives them joy. And that's that kind of spirit that enlivens all of us. We're in service to that, rather than the dogma, perhaps, that human beings build in order to create a religion. So you can say to your children, you know, people gather together in churches and mosques and temples and to celebrate the fact that they all believe the same thing. And it's a way of them coming together and feeling like they're in a community of people who share their beliefs. And it's okay for you not to know what your beliefs are yet. And you can make up your own mind in due course. But in the meantime, let's cultivate awe and wonder about nature, about the cosmos, about the phases of the moon, the stars, the the way nature is unfolding around us all the time. Point all of those things out to children so that they fall in love with the intelligence and the spirit of creation. And then they'll find a package to put that in in their own good time.
0: Petria, I think one of the reasons why I feel like this is important for my child is... Um, to give her the ability to have a sense of spirituality mm. i feel like it's probably um a really important skill for skill or or ability for her mm. to have resilience
1: through her life yes absolutely so would you i mean would you you agree with that then mm-hmm, absolutely and but for me spirituality is recognizing the interconnectedness of everything So we only get to come here and have a human experience because of the breath. And that breath, you know, it's the one breath we all breathe. You know, the air that flows in and out of my body also flows in and out of your body. And this interconnects everyone. So when we feel connected to nature to the moment to our loved ones to the occasion when we are in the moment that's when we experience our spirituality and our loving nature and it's when we want things our way you know when we want we don't want to share we want to keep things helping children to understand how different that feels in their own body and in their own mind Uh, is a way of helping them to understand the importance of interconnectedness. Because if we really understand that, then how could I possibly do to you what I wouldn't do to myself because I would see you as myself. And then that helps children to grow up having a respect for other children's religions and and their dress perhaps or their cultural habits. It's really important to cultivate that respect because everyone uh, develops beliefs to make sense of their own life and you can make up whatever feels right for you and help them, the child then to experience that goodness in their their own being. Where were you at 5 o'clock? Well, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't 5 o'clock,
0: but where were you on that trip to daycare? I could have just sidestepped and picked you up. Thank you so much for giving that That's advice. It's a pleasure,
1: Siobhan. Thank you.
0: Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt.